It's the show where the topics are topical, but not typical. This is Atypically Topical with Mindy and Josh. Hello and welcome back to Atypically Topical. Yay! Mindy's here with me as usual. Hi. And my dog is barking in the background. You won't be able to hear it, but I don't know why he's going so crazy. He barks at everything. I guess. I mean, he's not, at least his bark isn't annoying. He's like, whoa! <laughs> That's exactly how it sounds, actually. It's pretty accurate. It's more like a howl bark. Um, but yeah, welcome back, and thanks for tuning in again, as if we're like a radio station. Um, our topic this week is going to be heists, and it was inspired by something I saw like very recently. So I kind of was like, we need to do this because I need to tell this uh, story. I hope you haven't heard of it, but well. Well, I don't, well, I don't, I don't know what it is, so yeah, I can't tell you. don't keep up with the news that often, I guess. Unless wow. Unless it's on like Facebook or, well, I mean, same with all of us. We don't really watch <laughs> news <laughs> programs, right? No, not really. Yeah. Just get it from like but, YouTube But you just assume Facebook. I don't know anything about the news. That's not exactly what I said, but <laughs> anyways. Um... So, before we get into it, Mindy, do you have any, like, have you ever stolen anything? No. I can say that I haven't. Really? Yeah, I can't think of a time where, like, I went to the store and just took something. Took a grape? No. Eat a grape or something? No, I never dined and dashed or, like, (laughs) because I'm, I'm like, a goody two-shoes. I can't do that. I feel bad later. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've never stolen either, unless you count when I took, like, a a tiny chocolate egg uh, when I was, like, a kid. Well, I mean, wait a minute. Okay, I guess yeah, maybe... Yeah, see, I mean ever. I don't mean just as an adult. Um, well, my parents used to say when I was little, my grandparents had this um, clothing store, mm-hmm. and I would steal money from the cash register, but my grandpa was watching me do this, and he just let me do it. And I was like, well, that's his fault. Why is he letting what? me take money from the register? That's like an actual serious thing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember, but yeah, apparently I did that. And Oh, um, so, okay. So it was before. Yeah, I was really young. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I took like a, I don't. I'm sure they took it back. Like, as <laughs> yeah. As I took it. They probably but... were just like, oh, let her learn about the consequence. But they didn't tell you anything. They, yeah. So I, I, I didn't I have any repercussions. I don't know what the whole reasoning behind that was. Yeah. They, I'm just like the favorite. Like, there's <laughs> clearly favorite grandchildren in our yeah. family and i'm one of them i guess so yeah I, I don't really have one as an adult but i i did take like a it was like a little tiny chocolate piece of chocolate or something almost like a coin mm-hmm. <laughs> that's Shame. all i remember <laughs> yeah and i remember my sister danielle i think I, I, i'm trying to remember but it's a funny story because do you remember uh um splinter from the ninja turtles Oh, the, yeah, yeah, the rat. The rat, yeah. She she knew I like loved the Ninja Turtles, and I guess it was like in kindergarten or something. They had all these, you know, a bin of toys and stuff, and she took, like, the splinter just to, like, for me. Mm-hmm. Just, like, as a gift or something, just to, like, <laughs> make me happy. And then I, I'm pretty sure she ended up turning it back in and, like, apologizing and stuff. But uh, I, I remember that. I need to ask her to clear up exactly what happened, but... It was pretty funny. <laughs> That's actually kind of funny because that connects to the story I'm going to do. Oh, really? Somebody yeah. stole for someone else or something? Yeah, essentially. Okay. Well, a good segue then. Let's let's jump into yours so we can uh, hear about this. Okay. So starting off with this, I don't really know how to say this guy's last name. 
uh, like Wojtowicz. I don't even know. It's W O J T O W I C Z. Oh, like Wojtowicz. Well, just something like that. I don't fucking know. It's... It ends with a Z? Yeah, it, it ends with a Z. Okay, yeah. Screw it. So I'm just going to call him John. Okay. Because that is his name. Okay, good. Okay, so John was... John W. Yeah. Um, so John was born in New York City in 1945. He was leading a basically normal life um, in the late 1960s. After graduating high school and serving in Vietnam, he returned home and began working for Chase Manhattan Bank where he struck up a relationship with a co-worker named Cameron. Um, the pair married in 1967, but John had been keeping a secret from his new bride. Mm-hmm. Can you guess what it is? He had stolen something. <laughs> no, that's later. Oh, I don't know what. He's gay! Oh, okay. Yay. So... <laughs> <laughs> I guess, I don't know. Um, so while he was in the military, he had his first gay encounter during a basic training courtesy of quote-unquote a hillbilly by the name of wilbur that's his own wilbur yeah wilbur like the pig (laughs) um before being sent up to vietnam um so and when he returned home he was not only keeping his sexuality a secret he was also dealing with the fallout from his wartime experiences you know like ptsd and all that yeah Uh, apparently he had been in um a rocket attacked on his base, and he was, like, one of the only survivors from that attack. So hmm. he had, like, some guilt about that or some shit. Okay. So his mother later said, he was a good kid. He was... No, he was a kid. He was good. <laughs> Forget the good part. Yeah. He was good. Okay. He was not... He was no trouble. The service screwed him all up. So that's... Okay. Um, after being discharged from service in 1967, he quickly married... Um, the wife and then John um, couldn't live a life for long. He separated from his wife in 1969 and joined the Gay Activist Alliance um, in addition to taking a string of male lovers. So he's gaining it up right now. Gay Activist, so G A I. No. Oh no, G A G A A. I don't know why I thought it was. I don't know either. <laughs> Incorporated. <laughs> um, G A A. So, um, in 1971, he met Ernie Aaron, who identified himself as a female and went by the name Liz Eden. So that's up. I'll be calling her Liz Eden. Okay. Um, that same year, the pair married in an unofficial ceremony um, because gay marriage was illegal at the time. And right. Eden longed for a gender reassessment, reassignment, my bad, surgery. An idea that John originally opposed to until Eden was hospitalized after a suicide attempt. Mm. So. And he's like, okay, I get it. It's, yeah. It's, it means that much to you. Yeah, he's like, he's pretty serious. Yeah. Or she was pretty serious about it. Yeah. So John then decided that Eden needed to get the surgery in order to end her depression. And he decided to finance the operation himself. Okay. By robbing a bank. Oh, okay. That's yeah. the only logical explanation. Obviously. Um, I mean, I guess... I mean, I figure it costs a lot of money, so yeah. how many options do you have? Yeah, nothing says love like robbing a bank for somebody. Exactly. Like, you would rob a bank for me, right? <laughs> not for gender reassignment. Well, not for that, <laughs> but it was for something else. Like... Um, uh, I'll think about it. Okay. We'll come back to that later. Yeah. It's nothing like taking a splinter for a little kid. <laughs> <laughs> Master splinter. <laughs> Action figure. I'd do that for you. <laughs> yeah, that should be easy. Yeah. 
Um, do do do. So, um, so John put a team together that would help him rob the bank. He recruited Bobby Westenberg and Salvador Neutral. It, it's like neutral with an E, so I don't know how to pronounce that. Neutral. Yeah, neutral. I guess. Okay, yeah. whatever. Doesn't matter. So, um, he, so he, so he hadn't met those guys at a gay bar before, and so, mm-hmm. um, he like got them and they worked together to um do this heist, but they were like not equipped to do this at all because they had no idea what they were doing. Of course. So, so when they first started, they simply drove around New York on August 22nd of 1972 looking for a bank to rob. So they were just like cruising around New York City. No, it's like, no, no sh- recon, no like just scouting out mm-hmm. the place where the best, you know, entry, exit, no, none of that. Just cruising around, seeing okay. what's up. Smart. At the first bank they entered, they accidentally dropped their shotgun, causing it to go off, but they managed to flee. <laughs> <laughs> they just like... Yeah, like, just walk freeze. in. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. Everybody get on the ground. <laughs> okay, let's just get out of here. Um, okay. At the second bank they went to, John ran into a friend of his mother's and they called it off. So. Hmm. Sure. Okay. <laughs> so after that, they went to see the Godfather and they finally decided to go into a Chase Bank in the Gra- Gravesend section of. Brooklyn, which I have no idea where that is. Mm-hmm. They entered and slipped the teller a note bearing the paraphrased quote from the film. Oh, I'll get to that oh, later. Yeah. This is an offer you can't refuse. <laughs> and so began one of the biggest media circuses in New York City history. As it turned out, the branch's vault was half empty, but... <coughs> sorry. But John and his accomplices did manage to get... Um, $38,000 in cash and $175,000 in charter's checks before the okay. employees were able to sound the alarm so the police could arrive. Mm-hmm. And I should mention that be- before they even did this, the one the one guy, um, it was, who was it? Um, okay, so the, bo- the one guy, Bobby Westenberg, he was like, yeah, I can't do this. And he outed out of there before right. they robbed that bank. Smart guy. So, yeah, he's no, no, no longer there. Um, okay, the rappers then took um, all eight authorities. Okay, yeah, authorities. In addition to the FBI agents, police, and journalists, and snipers posted on the rooftops around 12,000 spectators, including his mom. Hmm. Um, so that was okay. According to a journalist, he said, quote, this was a Brooklyn crowd at that night. Um, as he recalled, it was a full-blown show. Um, so, during the heist, John eagerly jumped into his role as a ringleader. He had pizza ordered for his hostages, then paid the delivery guy with lots of cash taken from the <laughs> bank, and and then tossed more selling money into the cheering crowd. Okay. So, I mean... It's having fun with it now. I don't know if, if you're that pizza guy, like, you should be happy or, like, scared. Yeah. Because you got a lot of money, but yeah. you gave it to, to like, mm-hmm. do you have to give it back? Or? Yeah, probably. <laughs> that would suck. You probably would have to. Yeah. Um, even the hostages came to have a certain fondness for John and were less scared of him than they were um, 
than they were before. The teller, her name is Shirley Ball, recalled, I realized that he was friendly. He had a purpose for robbing the bank. He thought he <laughs> would be in and out. Um, well, I guess he's like empathetic he's, he's again. Be, uh, yeah. I mean, I guess I'm a little empathetic too because he's, he's doing it for his his partner, but this this is the, this is the wrong way to approach yeah. it, I guess. His heart's in the right place. Yeah. Kind of. <laughs> <laughs> but not in the right way. Yeah, no. Um, but it wasn't an in-and-out job as tensions started to rise as the hours dragged on. Eventually, the New York Daily's reporter, Robert Kapstadter, uh, got an interview of the Lifetime when he called the bank on a whim and John himself actually picked up, <laughs> caught off guard, um, Kapstadter opened the conversation with, quote, so how's it going? Which John snapped back, how do you think it's going? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's kind of a stupid question. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was funny. <laughs> um, but the tense standoff finally ended when the FBI agreed to drive John and um, Salvador, yeah, Salvador, um, to Kennedy National Airport and put them in an international flight. Of course, this is a ruse, and agents were waiting for them at the airport. And as soon as the pair arrived, Salvador was shot dead, and John was arrested. John, John was sentenced to 20 years in prison, but only wound up serving five years and was released in 1978. Good behavior, I guess. Maybe. It's friendliness. Uh, while in prison, he actually was able to see Dog Day afternoon, um and taken the lead performance of Al Pacino. So it was basically a movie about this heist. Yeah. Um, I haven't seen it, but I, I, I've heard of it, obviously. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Al Pacino, of course, starred in The Godfather, which is the movie that John watched before going to rob yeah. the bank. So it's kind of, like, ironic. <laughs> um, so the warrant originally objected to... The prisoner viewing the film until John threatened to quote start the biggest prison run you've ever saw. So he was like, okay, I guess we yeah. watch it. Um, he was eventually permitted to view the movie in the company of a single guard, although he described it as a quote very moving experience. He actually sent a letter to the culture editor of the New York Times, protest- protesting that the film did not quote did not show the whole truth and little did it show was. Consistently twisted and disordered. His biggest problem was the film, quote, hinted very dramatically that I made some kind of deal to portray my partner, Sal. Um, this is not true, and there is no human low enough in this world who would let the FBI kill his partner in order to, for him to survive. Mm, <laughs> I feel like there are people who would. <laughs> yeah, there are people that definitely would. Yeah. Hmm. So John also had issues with the casting of his wife, um, stating that the film made Carmen, quote, look horrible and... In Fred? What? I don't know. Did you proofread this before you... <laughs> no, I did not. Um, <laughs> horrible and that I left her and winded up in the arms of a gay man because of her. This is completely untrue and I feel sorry for the actress for having to play such a horrible role. But John's issues with the film aside, it was a hit with both critics and audiences making its budget more than 20 times over the receiving six Academy Award. um, Yeah, 20 times over and receiving six Academy Award nominations. Um, And they actually won one for the best screenplay. Hmm. After the film came and went, and John got out 
um, from prison, he moved back with his mother to, to New York. Uh, and if you're wondering what happened to, like, Eden, the yeah. whole relationship, uh, well, apparently she, um, uh, she left him for someone else before dying of AIDS-related pneumonia in 1987. Hmm. That sucks. Yeah, so... So it was all for no reason, I guess. Well, I mean, I guess he was in prison, so... Yeah. That's hard to do. But I mean, like, his, his whole idea of what, like, he did... Yeah. Was to help her. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, it fell through. I wonder if she ever got the surgery. Oh, I don't know. Maybe separately or something, but... No, I mean, she didn't have a lot of time after this, and, like... And then before she died, it was, like, ten years. Yeah. So, I don't know. Probably not. I didn't know there was age-related pneumonia. Yeah, apparently. That's... Uh, I mean, I guess pneumonia is kind of like... A bacteria, like, yeah. like yeah, a it, it virus. Can, it can, yeah, happen from other stuff leading to it. Yeah. Or something. Like, it's just a weakened immune system kind of thing. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Yeah, I didn't know that either. But, yeah. Hmm. It sucks. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> so, John spent the rest of his days in New York. At one point, he even applied to work as a guard at a Chase Bank, claiming, quote, I'm the guy from Dog, from dog Day Afternoon, <laughs> and I'm guarding your bank. Nobody's going to rob the dog's bank. They decline, and he gets some... <laughs> Smart. And he spent some of his final years on welfare before dying of cancer in 2006. Wow, that's pretty recent. Yeah, so that's that's that story about... John, what's your scratch cross? You know, whatever the fuck is that, guys. <laughs> so, um, and I have some pictures, too. Oh, yeah. Um, so, this is the guy. That's John. Pretty, okay. He's pretty cute. <laughs> And then, yeah, and then, and I think that's the other guy, um, Sal. Oh, okay. Salvatore Natural. And then, I think this is John in like (laughs) doing a sexy pose with a gun with money. Like laying on his side like he's doing a magazine spread. Yeah. That's very important. Yeah. He was cuter when he was younger. (laughs) And this is like him. Mustache doesn't suit him really. Talking to the cops and stuff. So, yeah, that's, hmm. that's that. Yeah, I need a, I, I, I mean, I've, obviously it's a popular movie, so I just didn't really know the background of it, so mm-hmm. now I do. Okay, actually yeah. happened. Yeah. Thank you for that. You're welcome. <laughs> okay, let's go into the uh, Questioning Florida segment. Insert music. Yeah, insert music. So, I'm just going to read your headline. Okay. Um, we'll see if the answer that you're looking for is in my, uh, my article, okay? Okay. Basically, the point of this is just so I can read a crazy, funny headline that makes me laugh. So, sweaty Florida man threatens to kill neighbors because his testicles hurt. Okay. <laughs> and this was actually a report from June 2018, so this is like... Less than two months old, as of today. Well, because his balls are sweaty? <laughs> no, because his testicles hurt. Oh, okay. He, he is the sweaty. Sweat. <laughs> he himself is a sweaty Florida man. But wouldn't his balls be sweaty too? Probably. That's safe to assume. They're sweaty and painful. Did he have some kind of disease? Is that your question? Okay. Yeah, some kind of ball disease. So why his balls hurt? Yeah. 
the man was soaked from sweat, according to the report, and, and told police his testicles were hurting. He said he thought he had parasites from swimming in the creek. Ugh. So that was his... Uh, logic. His logic. Uh, that's why he na- he yelled at neighbors for some reason. Yeah, because it's their fault. Mm-hmm. But uh, Makes sense. <laughs> exactly. This is from uh, NWF Daily News, and I'll just post this on our Facebook. Which, by the way, guys, we have a Facebook page now. Insert the horn noise. The... <laughs> yeah, well, you can just do it. <laughs> um, yeah, so Atypically Topical on Facebook. Just look us up. Follow us and uh, look at the updates and, you know, people can start posting, um, liking stuff. We would appreciate it. Yeah. So. Um, or we'll kill you. Or we'll rob you. Actually, yeah. in the, to be more on theme. Yeah, I guess. I mean, sure. <laughs> <laughs> I've never robbed anything in my life, but I'll start now and, for the podcast. Yeah. Yeah, well, technically you kind of took cash, but I guess it was just like an innocent little kid thing. Yeah. And you didn't keep. I know. They oh. pro- I probably, like, put it somewhere. Yeah. And then my and then parents like, knew. All right. Just put it back. Yeah. Were you, like, four or something? <laughs> probably. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't remember it, so I was pretty young, probably. Gotcha. Okay. So, um, I was able to find, like, robbery-related stories. Mm-hmm. So, let's get into Spot the Fake. if we have a theme song by now maybe we will i'll try to get andrew on that we'll figure it out yeah <laughs> so um okay here's where i try to fool you with headlines one of them is fake and uh, hopefully i can get you this time because you've gotten a couple in a row i think are you ready yeah I am. man uses girlfriend's vibrator for armed robbery okay yeah burglary suspects Drew masks and beards on their faces using permanent marker. Okay. <laughs> and Matt, man robs bank, leaves without taking the bag of cash. I think it's the last one that's fake. I feel like the one with the marker sounds, sounds familiar. Oh, it does? Yeah. <laughs> so you've seen something about it. And then the first one just sounds... Yeah. Just... I, I, I wouldn't be, be something you'd made up. Like, you wouldn't have thought of that. So I think that's real. Okay. I guess we'll find out. The first real one is burglary suspects drew masks and beards on their faces using permanent marker pen. Yeah. This was uh, back in 2009. Um, would-be burglars Matthew McNelly and Joey Miller uh, had a plan with one tiny flaw. They uh, used permanent marker to draw on their faces um, they need to like they need to look up some YouTube tutorials for makeup and that'd be more effective. Like yeah. people like on YouTube now make themselves into like burgers and chairs and shit. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah use yeah use a lot of weird makeup effects. Uh-huh. So American uh, so this was in uh, Carroll, Iowa, I guess. American police stopped the car after a witness reported two men with painted faces were trying to break into a house. Uh, the caller added that the pair were wearing dark hooded tops and had driven off in a big white car. They spotted the 1994 Buick Roadmaster. Um, that's a great car. <laughs> yeah, in you know, you know that car has a lot of car troubles. Like. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, Buick Roadmaster. So uh, they found them and stopped and stopped the uh, the car at gunpoint. And inside, they found the two men 
both with what appeared to be masks, um, but they were just drawn on, obviously. They were 23 and 20 years old, both charged with attempted second-degree burglary and released on bail. McNally was also charged with drunk driving, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's the first real one. Okay. Second real one is... Robert jailed for sex toy armed rape. Yes! Yes! <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> you don't come up with stories with dildos. That's not something you would do. <laughs> That's something I, I will do in the future now <laughs> when you forget about this whole thing. I thought, um, yeah, I mean, okay. Yeah. You got me this time. Mm-hmm. I, have, I have no excuses. I got to up my game here. <laughs> so a robber who held up a book, a bookmaker... I don't know if that is a bookmaker shop. Okay, well, this isn't. This is like in the UK, so whatever. They probably have a different term for it. With his girlfriend's vibrator, was jailed, and this was um, in 2007. So it's been a while for this one too. Um, Nikki Jex is his name. Concealed mm-hmm. the the rabbit sex toy. Rampant rabbit is what it's called. I mean, I would be kind of grossed out by it. <laughs> you know, there's like liquid. Still so on he it. concealed it to make it look. You know, oh, like, like yeah, um, he had it in a carry bag and pretended it was a gun during the raid. So it's not like that. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Um, but obviously, you know. Maybe it, this sounds like you remember that story about the girl who like they're into like scratch people because she had uh, like um, AIDS or something. Oh yeah. I feel like it's something she would do. Be like, my my fluid is on this. You're gonna get AIDS. Yeah. <laughs> not knowing at all how it works. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, the prosecutor said, you know, obviously it wasn't a gun, but they pointed it at the cashier and they assumed it was a firearm. So it kind of was treated as, you know, as a deadly weapon or something. Yeah. So he said he defend uh, the defendant pointed the vibrator in the bag and warned him to back off. I mean, if you throw that hard enough, it could give you a black eye. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) that's true. (laughs) Doesn't that happen in a movie or something? Someone gets hit with a dildo? I'm pretty... <laughs> probably several. Probably, yeah. I, I know I'm going to think of it later. I don't know. It's... Uh, I, I don't want to Google it right now. <laughs> but, yeah, he when he was arrested, he denied any involvement in the robbery, but he later owned up to it. Um, the court was told that he, uh, you know, was a drug addict, had a string of previous convictions dating back to two, 2002, including shoplifting, failure to surrender, and heroin possession... Um, Stand up guy. Yeah. <laughs> and actually, it says the judge awarded 500 pounds to the uh, one that was turned, like, the owner of the pub. Oh, yeah, that's pretty Not good. the pub, the, uh, what was being robbed um, for his considerable courage, so, I guess. Yeah. Stand up to a dildo. Mm-hmm. Oh, and get some cash. That's I forgot cool. to, I still have this open, but if you want to look around here real quick, and I'll post this on the Facebook too. This was... The mask that the guys had in the first story. They're, like, not even trying. It's basically just, like, a bunch of lines. Like, not even... It's like, this guy's trying to be Batman or something. Mm -hmm. He looks like he has an owl drawn on his face, like, on the upper half of his face. And the other guy just straight up is in blackface, kind of. But very sloppy. (laughs) So, obviously, the fake one was man robs bank, leaves without taking back of cash. Which I thought would be funny, but... Maybe it's, it sounds like something I would do because I just like, I'll remember my issue is I always like, if I'm going to go to the gym or go somewhere, I fill up an entire bottle of water. And you forget I it. put it on the table 
and I go I go grab like one thing and I just leave without it and there's just like ice cold water then I I do that all the time. Yeah. Well, I guess don't rob banks. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds like I think I was just inspired by my own uh, issues. Yeah. You've <laughs> okay, lost. So now I know include more dildos and unbelievable stuff in my Yeah. You just like... went straight forward too. It was just like bam, man, no third one's fake. Yeah. <laughs> I need to start putting four choices. <laughs> or just come up with better Go options. Be better. I'll be better. Because four is would be kind of hard. Four would be hard. Okay, you ready for the main story? Yes. This is like the most current one I've done. This is from the article was in July on the July thirtieth. So this mm-hmm. is like two days ago. That's why I was wondering if maybe you, you might have heard of it. And also the funny part is this is um, actually. This happened at the San Antonio Aquarium. Oh, I think I know you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. See? Told you you might have seen it. Yeah. Um, but think, but I, you, I'm sure you didn't read the story, hopefully. Well, no. I, I just... I, okay. Sorry. No, no, go ahead. Oh, I was saying, I think Angie had put something about it. And, like, oh, I saw okay. the pictures, but that's all, really. Someone on, on your Facebook yeah. posted. Yeah. Um, I mean, I might have seen it there, too, or, or on Twitter or something. So, um, surveillance video shows Trio stealing shark by disguising it as a baby. <laughs> is that the one you... Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, this was on the KSAT News. This is our, our local. By the way, we're in San Antonio, so this is... This is um, Do we need to tell our, our life story? Yeah, I'm just like, saying this is I'm like, from Philly. <laughs> I moved here. No, dating. I'm just saying this has to it's do with San Antonio. Our, this is a, a black mark on our city <laughs> that people thought that they could do this. There's plenty of black, bad uh, black marks in on Philly, so there's oh, yeah. really nothing compared well, to we'll what we've Philly done. We'll do Philly stuff. Maybe we could do a city-related once and do Philly. Yeah. Because I'm sure there's plenty. And then Detroit. <laughs> <laughs> And Florida is its own thing. It's its own podcast. I, you, I think we should just save the Florida videos for your, like, your little segments. Yeah, exactly. There's just too many. So, uh, Leon Valley police say a well-trained trio took Shark Week too far, stealing a horn shark from the yeah. sand. Yeah, I know. They always have to do that shit. Shark Week, a little too far. Stealing a horn shark from the San Antonio Aquarium Saturday afternoon. So Wait, how, how, of, how? I've never been to the aquarium. Is it the tank really low? So or? there's some that you can reach in and pet them, you know, like you mm-hmm. know, those areas. So I'm... I'm like pet starfish yeah. and shit? Yeah. So according to the police uh, chief, the group stole the shark from an open pool where visitors are allowed to reach in and pet the various species in the tank. Two men and a woman are wanted in connection with the theft. So actually they're still... They got away with it somehow. So I guess it wasn't that bad of an idea, huh? Um, the chief said... It's like, this is like something straight out of a cartoon. Like, they put <laughs> yeah. like a little, like, pacifier in the shark's mouth. <laughs> yeah. They put, a, like, a onesie on it somehow. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, they just, and then people are just, like, passing by. And like, it's such a quiet baby. And then they just turn around and, and like, yeah. He's it's... had a long day. Oh, man, his teeth have really grown in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They're just, like, really stupid. <laughs> and he's, like, he's clearly biting. Like, Guys, he's teething right now. <laughs> um, so the chief said one of the men grabbed the shark by its tail while the other two um, wrapped it in a wet blanket. And then they went into a back room, put the shark in a bucket, and then put the bucket in the stroller. So they had a whole... So they're not even, the shark is not even, like, outside? <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it's not funny. Yeah, it's not wrapped in a blanket all cuddly with a little bonnet on. Well, <laughs> like I was it? picturing, just on its back, like, cooing. 
Um, or they have to be a really stupid person being like, oh, your baby's so cute. It's like, it's like a little <laughs> bucket. Yeah. So according to the general manager of the, aqua- uh, the aquarium, an employee noticed what was going on and immediately notified management. Um, the manager said the men went into a back room, put the shark into an aquarium bucket that had... Why a... didn't it go up to them? It's like, what the fuck are you yeah, doing? Yeah, I don't know. Just, I, I wouldn't want to... I guess maybe they didn't want to get, like, punched or something. Who knows what they would have done. It's, it's three on one, you know. Um, they went into a back room, put the shark into a bucket that had a bleach solution in it. She said that the bleach might have shocked the shark system. Yeah, bleach is not good for anyone. No, that's what I'm saying. It's probably like uh, freaking paralyzed or something. Um, they're actually seen on surveillance emerging from the room with the bucket, loading the bucket into the bottom of the stroller. Um, the chief of police said, when we first got the call, we thought it was kind of a hoax, being that it was Shark Week last week. But it turns out someone actually went into the aquarium <laughs> and stole a horn shark. Um, it was Animal Planet's fault, really. <laughs> yeah. Um, the chief said the group had to have some knowledge of aquariums and likely went to there specifically for that shark. Which, I mean, why? Like, is it that? Is it rare? Is it like. It must be valuable. Expensive? I, I mean, to be at the aquarium, maybe. Yeah, I mean, aquarium shit is like expensive. Like, you yeah. know that guy I watch on YouTube that's like, he has a corgi? Mm-hmm. He has a whole aquarium and it costs like. It, it costs so much money just to buy like a clownfish or like one of those little fish. I can't imagine. How much it costs to like have a shark and mm. like maintain it and stuff. Yeah, so the way it, it so this is what happened after. So um, they, <laughs> the manager said the group attempted to pass the shark off as a baby. The manager went out to the parking lot to confront the group about the shark theft. One of the men refused to let uh, the manager search the truck and said that his son was sick and he needed to leave immediately. The man got into his truck and drove away, leaving the woman and the other man behind. Police, that they're like, why would you fall for that? Like your son is sick. Like, well, I mean, I, I'm sure the manager couldn't. You know, they're not cops. They can't just search it, and they can't just you know stop him from leaving. They have to let cops deal with it. You know, I don't know if they have an aquarium security parking lot guy, but mm-hmm. if they did, he dropped the ball. Police have tracked down the truck and are trying to determine who was driving the truck at the time of the theft, if not, you know, find the owner, the truck's owner. They said they have a person of interest in custody and have impounded the truck, and so far no uh, charges have been filed. So, if they're caught, obviously they're facing felony theft of uh, a shark. Um, No, it's like a crazy story for that cop going back home. And his wife is like, hey, how was work? And he's like, well... Guys, these people stole a shark from the aquarium, and yeah. And uh, what's sad is that well, so they're looking at exploring like more charge, uh, federal charges against you know stealing a shark, especially because they're saying like they'd be surprised if the shark lives. Yeah. Says we show we show hope it does, but uh, being outside of that environment that it's made to be in the warm warm salt water, there's not a good chance it'll make it. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's. A saltwater creature, like it's, it has to be in certain, like environment in order for it to survive. Like you can't just put it in like a bucket full of water, like tap water, and think it's gonna be okay. Yeah. Oh. Okay. So I'm looking at an update. Oh, I just okay. googled it because I actually hadn't looked into it. It's actually a CNN article, so it's national news. This is the next day, or this is Tuesday, July thirty first. Fake news. Just kidding. Yeah. So. 
This is... <laughs> I say, the case of San Antonio's stolen shark is solved. The suspect is under arrest, and Miss Helen is back home. So oh, that's good okay. news. And you can see the shark if you want to look around the corner. Oh, that's cute. It's a little one and a half foot little shark. Oh, um, I'd seal it too if I wasn't <laughs> insane. Yeah. And if I was insane, I mean. Yeah, I was going to say. So on Monday night is when the police successfully rescued the shark and returned her to the aquarium. Police don't believe the shark was taken to sale, but to be added to the suspect's collection. It was something he wanted, and he had one of these in the past. He had one that passed away. Okay. So why don't you buy in, a new one? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. If you can, if you can't, I don't know. Who knows? Um, one man was charged with theft, and charges for the two others were still pending as of this article. Um, so someone from the aquarium said, we're, we're really happy to get her back, and she appears very healthy. I can't believe what she's been through. She's a little fighter. She's a survivor. <laughs> I can't believe, like, imagine her yeah. going back into the tank. Holy shit, guys. guys. You would not believe the shit I just went through. And they're just like, whatever. That's like, dude, I was gone for like a week. All right, whatever, Miss Helen. I'm sure you dug into some bleach. Fuck you guys. What is bleach, by the way? We've just been in this tank our whole lives. <laughs> yeah, so that's a good ending then. I'm glad I looked it up because I was like, it, it was a few days ago. Maybe there's been something since then. Mm-hmm. So, um... Miss Helen, we salute you for, uh... Thank God you're alive. Yes, I'm, I'm glad that you made it through those dumbasses trying to steal you. Yeah. And, uh, moral of this entire episode, just... It's like, if you're gonna steal something, do research about it. Yeah, <laughs> and, well, that's not the moral, but... <laughs> <laughs> Make sure it's a cute shark, <laughs> or do it for a good reason, like your partner's gender reassignment. Yeah, exactly. Just have good intentions behind yeah. it. I mean, that's all we ask. Just do it for good reason. Yeah. If you gotta rob somebody, I, again, do your research. Don't be a dumbass. Don't just go like yeah, driving sure around the city, it, guys. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> like, how hard is it? Yeah. If, if you want something bad enough, and there's, you there's put a your mind to it. Yeah. That's what the whole quote is like. Just you can be a cr- you can do anything. Yeah, you can be a criminal no matter what your circumstances. Yeah. Even if you're disabled or gay. Exactly. Don't let that stop you. Yeah. <laughs> Even if you're gay. <laughs> <laughs> Even if you have that crippling disability. Uh, you kidding. can if you put your mind to it. We, can... we have respect for the LGBT plus community. Yes, we do. Plus. <laughs> is there a plus now? Yeah, there is a plus. There's a whole bunch of other letters, but I don't know all of them. <laughs> LGBTQ. Plus, plus. What, whatever the letters are, we respect you. Yeah, okay. On that note, um, let's raise our glasses here. Clink. And uh, go grab a refill. Okay, and bye. And we'll see you guys next time. See ya. Bye.